We talked about this last time, so let's not get all crazy about it, although they are fucking delicious. Um, these are a little warm, though. I'm sorry. I didn't no, get them out right. of the fridge. They, oh. Because they're limited, they don't highlight them in the refrigerator. Oh, okay. Wait, are they really limited? They are a limited I edition. I gotta stock up. Variety number two pack. Corona two. seltzer. Okay. Zero carbs, zero sugar. Fucking fantastic. All right, enough. We're not getting paid for that. Happy Easter, <laughs> Isaiah. Happy Keister. Um... Well, how was your Easter? It was very nice. I worked, but then I came home to a nice lamb dinner and a million mm. and one sweets. You know, Momager, uh Cynthia always is like cooking the craziest sweets. She made a blood orange cake. I was oh, like, again? again, and I said, don't you dare even cut that cake. Bring it to work tomorrow because <laughs> we have way too much stuff. And did she cut it? Nope. Did you have a piece? No, nope, we didn't oh, have okay, it. Good. Mom brought it. I had her- some of her lamb yesterday. It was delicious. It is so good with mint jelly and the gold potatoes, but out of the can. Out of the can? Out of the can because then they're soft and then you put them huh. in with the lamb and it absorbs all the juices and they roast and get so golden and crispy on I've the outside. I've never heard of potatoes in a can. Yep. the They're white potatoes. Wow. And, um, interesting. But it's the only time we have it is when she makes lamb and we have the canned potatoes. Wow. So specific. But, um, oh, my God, there's nothing better to look forward to. We have it once a year. So, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Um, I, uh, uh, excuse me, I went to Christian's family's house for Easter. Your best friend. Yes. Um, he wasn't there. <laughs> oh, was he working? No, he went to his fiance Jeanette's family's house. And um, so I live with his younger sister now. She's my roommate. And... So it was like me, his parents, his grandmother, and his sister. <laughs> oh, you're but you're like another son to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, so they um, were loving it. Were you singing karaoke? No, they actually they did ask me. They're like, "Did you bring the karaoke machine?" Because they gave it to me for Christmas, and I'm like, "Yeah, of course I did." Yeah. But um, but we ended up not doing karaoke. Although I was off the next day, I feel like karaoke. It's only it was literally the parents, the grandma, and the sister. Like. What am I going to, like, perform for them? Like, yes, they would love it. <laughs> um, but they literally were like, they're going to have, by the way, they're going to have a big barbecue Memorial Day weekend, and so make sure that is clear for your schedule. All right, sounds good. Um, Remember the last barbecue I was at, I ended up singing uh, Billie Holiday. Yeah, seeing you and everyone. Wait, she recorded me, right? And you were like, Megan, you're all over her Facebook. Yes, yes. You, know, you blew we were, up on the Facebook. We went swimming. We were the only ones swimming in the pool yeah. at night. I'm like doing Britney dances in the pool. That was so fun. <laughs> Do you want to come time. over? Do you want to come over? That was such a fun night. Yeah, the um, their parties are always really, really great. So yeah, that was a it was a, a nice Easter. Nice blessed holiday. I ate fuck out of everything and I cheated on my Kitas, but it's But that's fine. okay. It's a holiday. Cheetahs the Kitas. Hashtag blessed. Word. So last week when we recorded the episode, you left right after and I took my socks off and I laid on the couch to relax and my mom was Because you had like, your vaccine. I just had my vaccine the day before. It was 24 hours went by now. And I had my feet up on the couch and my mom was like, Megan, your feet are like Cheetos. And I was like, what? And I looked down. They were like flaming hot Cheeto feet. Oh, shit. They were very hot to the touch, but they were orange. 
Interesting. And it was so crazy. And that must have been my reaction, but I would never have known if my mom didn't say, oh my God, your feet, and I had no socks on. I always wear socks. Wow. So you had side effects. I did have a side effect, but I would not have known it if my socks So I wonder who else has probably had that and didn't even notice because they had socks on. Probably. Or like wearing sandals or something. And, and I talked to a, I talked to a couple people and they say that your toxins release through your feet. Mm-hmm. So it was probably flushing. That's true. Everything out. She was working on a butter shopping flushing queens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the nanny is on HBO Max yes, now. Yes, I know you're obsessed. I am obsessed, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. Oh Jesus! If you haven't seen the nanny, y'all tune in because it is a fucking hilarious show. It's just like oldest sin. Definitely one of my top favorite television shows next to the Golden Girls. So you say the Golden Girls is number one? Yes. Wow. Always the Golden Girls. More than have... the Bette Midler show? Oh, <laughs> Bette the series? Oh my god. Bette Midler, if you're ever listening, which she probably is not, but whatever. Um, I'm obsessed with you and your one season TV show. With Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she was in the pilot episode. Yep. Also, this Easter, the SAG Awards was on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Catherine O'Hara won for Best Female Actress in a Comedy Series. David. David. Folded in. Folded in, David. (laughs) Um, Obsessed with her character of Myra. Congratulations to Catherine O'Hara. She she deserves it because she, it's it's so. um, Oh, from Schitt's Creek, by the way. Yeah, from Schitt's Creek, that's, she's Moira. She's also the mother in Home Alone. Mm -hmm. Kevin! love that movie um and yeah she does such an amazing job of bringing that character to life you believe that this is who Catherine o'hara is in real life yes it's fucking hysterical she's always been a comedic genius she used to do those best in show movies um yeah, waiting you for told me. they're with, all with eugene levy also yep yep, yep. that who is the father in jane lynch Creek. is in those movies is um, she Ka- jennifer coolidge i'm taking the dog Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jennifer Coolidge. You look like the 4th of July. <laughs> it makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. You look like the 4th of July. That makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. <laughs> I love her. She's great. Iconic. Anyway, they used to do improv movies where they would have an outline and they would know where they wanted this movie to go. But they would just create all the dialogue. So it was almost like improv. Yep, just like Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's style. very interesting because no wonder they have worked together all these years. Like Eugene Levy on American Pie with also Stifler's mom, who is Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, yeah, they're all friends. Huh. Muy interesante. I mean, Hollywood, it's a very uh, clicky world, I yeah. guess you I could mean, say. You, have you to all be, know the or you're same alone. people. You know the same people. Um,. Yeah. That's why when you see something like Britney Spears being like friends with like random people like Paris Hilton, Sharon Stone, her best friend is Kate Hudson. How? Why? I don't know. It's Hollywood. But it's a mystery. It's Holly weird. So other than Shit's Creek, we also had winners, um, the Judas and the Black Messiah um, fellow, Daniel Kaluuya, um, won for Best Actor. Wow. And also, Viola Davis won for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. She is incredible. She's an incredible actress. And so is Daniel Kaluuya. He's great. But, you know, I tried watching Judas and the Black Messiah. Just wasn't your thing? I just, I I fell asleep. Yeah. 
It's not for everyone. I'm like Judas and I'm a nap now, y'all. <laughs> you like the trial of the Chicago 7, that one. That was amazing. That was so fucking good. And it's great to see Borat and like, we, I mean Borat, um, Sasha Baron Cohen in like a serious role. Although it wasn't completely serious. He had like his little jokes in there. But um, but yeah, that was great. So I'm glad they won. And uh, But yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah, I tried watching it. I just could not get into it. I fell asleep. Yeah. Period. Netflix totally swept the awards. They, out of 13 categories, won 11 of them. Wow. Yep. The Crown got two of the awards. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom got two awards. Um, Queen's Gambit, best oh. actress, was Anya Taylor-Joy. That show was absolutely incredible. It gives me chills. Mm-hmm. Chills to talk about it. Yep. And Schitt's Creek won for Best Ensemble. So congratulations I mean, they, every to character them. in that show is incredible. Every single character is amazing. They really bring like life to these characters. So good, congratulations to them. Congratulations, congratulations to everyone, to all the everybody. Winners. We love it. We love um, the awards times and uh, congratulations. All right, let's move on. Let's, let's move dive on. into our music news. We got some music shit going on. So Demi Lovato and Dancing with the Devil. Oh. Her new album came out as I asked. Yes. What'd you think? Um, so, one to ten, I'm going to give this album a six. Me too. Six. I was just thinking in my head yeah. the magic number of a six. Honestly. There was a couple good bops yes. in it. Um, I love the art of starting over. I loved, um, I liked her cover of Mad World. Uh, you, you did mention that, and I was listening to that today. It is a good cover, but um, it's very sounds exactly the same as every other rendition of that song that's been done by any other artist. Yeah. I don't even know who the original singer was. I had to look it up and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this is. It, I felt like it fit the the vibe of the album. Yeah. Um, I disagree on that because, first of all, the first two so- three songs in the album, which was the lullaby, anyone. the I See You lullaby. Let's start off with Anyone. Anyone and... Um, what was the other was one? Was it her talking? Being no, no, like, that was the that was the fourth track, the which was the over? the introduction. It the was starting over. No, that's the fourth song. That's actually when the album begins. Oh. The first three songs, I can't remember what they were, but it was anyone, the ICU lullaby, and one more song. Uh, they sounded exactly like her previous albums, and it was almost like they were recorded previously to her overdose so they were it was something i feel like they were working on and they're like oh you know what this just happens to fit directly into our theme agenda of releasing an album completely based on your overdose after we release the documentary completely based on your overdose while you're still drinking and smoking pot She's California sober. Yeah, she which calls is one it. of the songs on there. Which is not very good to be promoting. Yeah, it's not. Um, we we know somebody who is an ex addict. Well, is an addict because they're an addict for the rest of their life. But they have uh, recovered and they're sober. And they, I asked them, and I was like, "What do, What do you think about this?" And they basically said that they feel like she's making it into a joke. She's profiting off of her overdose in a way that's not benefiting other people. Because 
you're talking about your overdose. Oh, good for you that you have a team of people that can keep you sober and you can still smoke and you can still drink and there will always be somebody there to say, hey, no heroin. Hey. No cocaine. You're absolutely right, Isaiah. I completely, 100% agree with you. But you know what song I really did like was Melon Cake. Oh, that was my probably my favorite song on the whole album. Was it really? Yes. Well, you know what that means, Isaiah. Oh, well, shit, it's time to sing. There was a time I was living as a prisoner inside my own mind. And there was a time where the cannon mouse tried to make me Barbie size and I obliged. Put leather over my eyes in a hundred degree heat. People out here getting fired for chocolate in the backseat. True story. I had too much of my fill and turns out it wasn't cheap. People always hung around who only wanted skin deep. And now I'm saying no more melon cakes on birthdays. No more barricades in doorways. Finally get to do things my way. Ah la 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 la. You could find me starving for attention most days. Amongst other things, God help me. Finally get to do things my way. Ah la 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 la. No more melon cake. I love that song, I know, and too. I love singing with my favorite partner. It's just you know, it's it's sad. That song is actually super sad because it's about how they didn't let her eat her birthday cake, her, like a vanilla cake yeah. on her even on her birthday. They only made her. They only let her eat watermelon cakes. Um, so and, a fruit salad. Yeah, and they um, with uh, fat-free Cool Whip. Oh, shit. And that's why she says no more barricades in doorways because there will be somebody standing outside of her doorway to make sure that if she ordered room service, there was somebody there to, to not allow at... the room service to come in the room. Sick shit. That is sick. They used to do that to Judy Garland. She would go oh, yeah. at lunchtime on the set. She would go to like the on-set diner and she'd be like, oh, can I have a hamburger? And they'd be like, black bean soup for you. Oh, I would have been like, I love black beans. And they would say, orders from above. You know, when she was 16 years old on the Wizard of Oz set. All right. So, Demi Lovato album is going to be a flop. She's Well, people only, are going to forget about it yeah, next week. It is very forgettable. And the only reason she is on any type of charts is because of Ariana Grande. Oh, and even Ariana Grande's song is like, not that great. Which was, that was the one I met him Met, met him last night. I met the devil or some shit like we that. We met him last night. Well, I hope you guys had a good time. <laughs> because that's a, the last fun you're going to get. And Noah Cyrus is on the album. Supposedly they're dating. They've been spotted Oh, canoodling. yeah, because she said she's pansexual. Yeah. That's another one of her songs. This album is just a goddamn the mess. Of, the kind of lover I am. It's just everywhere, all over the place. It's like overdose, no more melon cakes. But I want to eat your Honestly, cake. Honestly, <laughs> I would kind of like that power couple of Noah Cyrus and Demi Lovato. Could you Noah imagine? Noah is not a power anything. Could you imagine them together, though? Actually being a couple, they would become a power couple. Miley Cyrus' no. little sis? Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato, that's a power couple. Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus' not-nothing little sis She's is not... Hey, Britney Spears posted her as women she admired. 
Yeah, but... Why Noah? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're hilarious. So, Little Nas X set a record uh, for most listens in a day. Love him. 7.7 7 million listens in a day. He's number one currently on Spotify right now. I mean, Montero is yeah, incredible. I, mean, I keep listening to it. Me and I'm too. I'm just, like, obsessed with it. He's, uh... He really changed the game when it came to... Like, uh, Hello... You have a song that's about gay sex being number one on everything right now. Fuck yeah, I'm about it. I love it. I'm all about it. Me too. Um, Miley Cyrus got one billion streams of her Plastic Hearts album. And she's in line with Lady Gaga and Taylor Swift. Let me rephrase all that. She's joining these women in the one billion stream club. Correct. And it's Miley Cyrus... Lady Gaga and Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift in the last three decades these are the only three artists that have ever reached one billion streams their entire album I mean let's let's just be real right now that this has only been counted for the last what maybe three. 10 years maybe they said the last three decades three decades that's 30 years yeah Miley Cyrus is not even 30 years old um, streaming services haven't even been huge until the last five or six years. You're, that's absolutely correct. So you're, yeah. I mean, the information is correct, but you said you're gonna tell me in the last three, in the last thirty years, nobody would nobody have, ever ha- have done this. Correct, but bullshit that is because Michael Jackson would have done it. A lie. Britney Spears is the only. Had to throw a little Britney in there so y'all know y'all bitches know where you stand about, about Miley Cyrus and yeah. Lil Nas uh-huh, without uh-huh. mentioning Miss Britney Spears and for how the many- eighth week in a row. Britney Spears is the most streamed pre two thousand female artist, and she has not released an album in five years. This week alone, she has gained twelve point seven million listens in in just this week alone. So if you can imagine. How many millions? I think she has 3.5 billion streams on Spotify. I wonder if those numbers are different since the documentary, Framing Britney Spears. Three point, she has 3.5 billion um, listens um, in Spotify for streams. And Mariah Carey comes right in under her at 2.55 billion. Oh my God. Then M- Madonna at 2.16 billion. And J-Lo at $2.12 billion. Hey, they're all queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them all. They're all queens. I love them but, all. Um, but Britney deserves it the most, and she is untouchable. Yeah. Anywho. So, just Thank had you. to throw that little Britney dust on you hoes. I loved quick. it. You know, it was terrific. I love it. Um, so, that's really it for the music news. I don't have anything else unless you do. No, I do not. No, that's it. Then let's move on into our TV, Netflix, movies, and boobies. Oh, shake on. Give it a little shake. So who killed Sarah, Isaiah? I have no idea. Oh. Just kidding. I do it because I watch the show. Oh, my God. That show was absolutely crazy. I was literally screaming and careening. Everybody's fucking each other. I'm like, who? What? Where, when, why, with never, who, the sister, the brother. This is like Telenova for Netflix. Telenovela. This is Telenovela <laughs> for Netflix because I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. And that In just, terms of just juicy, juicy. Pussy, oh, pussy. I'm just so like, my brain is like tired from being like anxious. Yes, I told you. 
Um, I told Megan to watch this, and I'm watching it, and especially the last like three episodes, I'm like screaming and creaming. I'm like, ah, ooh, ah, ooh. And it's very sexy too. I literally had to tell my roommates, I'm like, nothing's happening in here, you guys. I'm just nervous. I'm just nervous. It was wild, wild. It is a wild show. Now it was filmed originally in Spanish, but. Um, it's oh, dubbed in English. I'm telling you right now, ain't nothing better than watching it in Spanish. I started watching it in English, and I'm like, I can't watch this shit. Yeah. I speak Spanish. Yes, correct. And you it, speak Spanish. I have to watch it in English, but the the mouth moves at a different pace. You can say ropa vieja. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know what I mean? When they, like, dub the... Yeah. They put in, an English actor But it has speaking. to be... You know, that doesn't always pan out correctly. So, it ha- you know it has to be a good show... If you can watch it and it doesn't bother you that the mouth is moving differently different pace. than the words. Yes. But it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. It is awesome. If you just want to watch something that's totally unbelievable in terms of like plot, watch Who Killed Sarah on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. So I finally watched that Tina Turner documentary oh. on HBO Max. <laughs> I had no idea that her husband Ike who was also her manager, was so fucking terrible. I didn't even know they were a thing. Well, it was kind of like Sonny and Cher. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Tina wouldn't be Tina Turner without Ike. Like Donnie and Marie. Yeah, and he, what, played the drums or played the piano? He actually, he created Tina Turner. Um, that's why when they went to, they went to court, he, she's like, have everything. Take my money. Because they were married take for years, house, but he would abuse her and would punch the shit out any, of her. Take everything. I don't care. And everybody knew, too, that he was abusive. The only thing that I want is my name. Because he created this Tina Turner, the entertainer. The, ins- the sensation. Right. So he wanted, Tina wanted to be a singer. He just wanted to destroy her completely. Well, at that point, yes, because she wanted to go on her own. And. She's like, she had enough of his abuse, and she's like, take all the money. He, she, when I tell you, she did not keep anything except her name. Like you had bills and debt piling on, piling on. She had to give the kids food somehow, so she started performing in Vegas. This is when Tina started to have her comeback. This is the Tina Turner that we know as Tina Turner. I didn't know Without her Ike. At, as Ike and Tina. She... I only knew her as crazy Tina Turner with the crazy hair. <laughs> That's all I knew. I didn't know she had a whole nother life. And watching this documentary, it's really like groundbreaking. Yeah, it's yeah. Such an incredible documentary. She was incredible, and it was like the 1960s. Yeah. And, you know, she was performing on TV shows and was just becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And you watch this rising star in clubs and on, like, you know. Like, that, that was the thing, though. The touring aspect didn't really exist, w- exist like that. You performed at clubs. People got to know you. People got to... Like in New York City. Correct. And this is why, I don't know if you, you probably don't know this, but Lady Gaga, during her Joanne um, era, she came out with that song, uh, Perfect Illusion. Oh, I love that song. She performed that at little tiny clubs in New York City. Oh, um, and she, nobody knew it was going to be Lady Gaga until she showed up and she was like, nah, nah, the perfect illusion. And everybody was like, was like Gaga. You know who also did that? Britney Spears. You know who else did oh, that? To... Bette Midler. And would uh. perform 
all of her songs and covers until, you know, the gays went home. You wow. know what I mean? Until the cows come home. The, the gays, gays come went home. home. <laughs> you know, that's literally what Bette Midler did. Wow. And she was known for it. She would go from New York City to gay club to gay club. Gay bathhouses. I don't yeah, know yeah. they called them that. I don't know what that means. It's a, it's a spa where gay people go and have sex. That's where she went. And she got and famous for that's it. That's why um, Lady Gaga, I don't know if you remember... Um, in uh, Bad Romance, it literally says uh, House of Gaga because it's a bathhouse. Yeah. And wow. she's literally in a bathtub. Wow. You know? Yep, that's where she um, got famous. Yeah, there's a lot of people with people don't understand that when you have a following, it comes from something. Yeah, you, know? you have to make connections by doing the right, work and putting right. the work in. And like One I said, performance could be 75 people you touched and yeah. you got to know that night. Yeah. And then the next day you do it all again and then it's 100 more people. And that's always, I always feel like um, that's a really, really important thing for... Um, it's networking. For, yeah, but in, in a different way. Because I mean, you're not like sitting here and be like, hello, Bob. Hello, Maria. No, you're performing you're just, and making your presence known. I'm Gaga. You know who I am, but I don't know who you are, but still love you though. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, that's... I love that. We yeah, have yeah. to do that. Yeah, Once the pandemic's do. all over, we're going to be all over the clubs in New York City, heading yeah, out stickers. Sure. We sure. You're going to see it everywhere. Anyway, so Tina came back, had this incredible... You know when she became famous, like when? real Tina Turner? She was 50 years old. Yeah. That does not happen. That not does at, not, not happen. Not a singer. No. Not at that age, but... She but was at black, that point, and black don't crack. But so not she only was that, fifty, but she looked thirty. She was fifty, but she had the experience from when she was yeah. eighteen years old, yep. or even less. So than that. Good, round of applause for Tina. Round of applause. Good for you, Tina. Good we love you. you, Tina Turner. That was an amazing documentary. I'm I actually have I have um one of Tina Turner's albums on vinyl. This was before I watched the documentary, before I knew, I'm a private dancer, dancing dance for, for money. money. I do that. what you want me to do. I'm a private dancer. I'm a private show. <laughs> I love it. Incredible. Um, highly recommend the Tina doc on it's really HBO great. Max. It, it doesn't matter if you like her or not. It's just she's interviewed and she's so old, but that she's was, so cute. That, that interview was actually from 2018, I think, oh, or 2019. Wow. I thought the, it was what you off. what you hear you hear her narrating things, voiceover. That's Tina Turner now. I think she's just so old. She didn't want to be. She's seen. like, I don't want to be on camera. Let me just die. She was old in that documentary, yeah, and that yeah. was four years ago. And then in 2019, they released her um, Broadway musical, and they took her out of the car. And at this point, she had two people to have to help her oh, walk. Shit into the theater. I mean, her legs so, yeah. were fucking yeah. amazing. Because she was always jumping and dancing. She, she was in shape. Tunnel. She was in shape. Like, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Like, a, like a horse, almost. Yeah. Like, the muscles you could see mm-hmm. were absolutely incredible. She Good was beautiful. Good, Good for, for you, team. Tina Doc. Tina, Tina Doc. <laughs> Good for you, Tina Turner. We love you. And um, I'm glad that a whole nother generation is getting that's to what, know That's you. the best part of this documentary, is that People like me and you and that did not know. I didn't know she has. A, she was a whole nother person before she was Tina Turner. You know. Yeah. Thank God for HBO. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. Oh. Did you watch that? Yeah, Godzilla sucked my dong. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. That was such. 
an incredible, incredible. Were you for Kong or Godzilla? I'm always for Dong. Oh, Oh, Kong. Kong. See, I'm a Godzilla. (laughs) Godzilla saves the day in the last movie. He was just, for no fucking reason, just destroying shit. Like, he was like, oh, look at this bridge. He could have easily passed by the bridge. What did you think of that underwater fight scene? Oh, I had complete anxiety. Oh, my my God. God. The, The whole movie, I just had to take a perpetual shit. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Nervous. Oh, it's brewing. It's, it's brewing. And now, right now it's in theaters. So if you've been and fully vaccinated and you feel like going to the theaters, um, go and see Godzilla vs. Kong. If you don't feel like going to the theaters and you just want to lay on your couch naked, touching your willy, that's okay. It's also on HBO Not Max. Not everybody has HBO Max, though. You're lucky because my mother has it. Um, actually... Actually, uh, if we're gonna just throw uh, that shit out uh, of, uh, in here, uh, my roommates have HBO Max. Thank you, next. Uh, Actually, I am using your account. Oh uh, yeah, because but my roommates do have it anyway. Uh, but it is on the TV. It is linked up to your account that you never use anyway. So who cares? Bullshit! I use it at Rob's, and I see the Isaiah's account. I never click it because I don't care what you're you watching. You could be watching you real sex. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Last thing on the list is Aqua Aquafina. Yeah. That, she is... Did you ever watch Crazy Rich Asians? No, but I watched... Um, she's on Crazy Rich Asians. What's the Asian show that I watched? The reality show. And I the talked Bling about Empire? Yeah, The Bling Empire. Ugh. And they said it was just like Crazy Rich Asians. Um, so she's in Crazy Rich Asians. She's hilarious. The show is so much like Broad City. Is that on HBO? It's on HBO, but it's from Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Now, you know one of the producers is from Broad City, which was one of our favorite shows on Comedy Central. I mean, one of my favorite shows. I don't even know if you've seen it. Um, Actually, one of the first memories, you, y'all you might want to hear this. One of the first memories I ever had of Isaiah's is Isaiah's coming up to me every single day being like, oh, did you watch Broad City last night? Um, I don't know where you're getting this impression from, but uh, that's not me. Oh, how about the, uh, the episodes where... Or, no, you would be doing, like, lines from it. You, like, had the entire episode memorized, and I'd be like... Because I watched Broad City for an entire month, for 31 days, every single episode. And I'd be like, Isaiah, so I watched the episode, but I don't remember what you're talking about. Oh, no. And you gave me the, the vinyl for Christmas one year. Did I? Yeah. Aww. The Broad City soundtrack. I'm a friend. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <sighs> anywho. But yeah, Aquafina is hysterical, hilarious. She's a Chinese American. And a lot of Orange is the New Black stars are on it. And then there's the Asian woman who's old. She is she is the Asian lady from the commissary where you go to buy your toothpaste. And she was like, she almost never spoke. Yes. In the show. And 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 she's actually hysterical. And she's so funny in the show. She'll be like, clean your room. Yeah. Clean your room. That's a really good accent. Don't do that again. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know who told me to watch that? Who? My mom. Really? She's like, I say, Isaias, I found this hilarious show. You're gonna love it. It's so funny. I laugh. I laugh. And I was like, okay, mom, I get it. You laugh. Bye. Because <laughs> she gets annoying sometimes. I can't forget it. So I talk to her for ten seconds, and then she tends me. She sends me ten text messages for the next ten minutes. Yeah. About oh anything. You said that the last episode yeah. too. Well, because it did, happens. And then she messaged you. <laughs> So funny. Anyway, so yeah, Aquafina is hysterical. Definitely it's check it out. It's called Aquafina, A W. Like it's awkward. actually called awkward. Aquafina. It's on HBO Max. Effing and hysterical. on Comedy Central. And on Comedy Central. Fucking hysterical. Let's move on to 
I don't know why you said effing hysterical like we're like a Christian podcast that doesn't curse and didn't just say just, penis a hundred times. I don't like saying curse words. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Continue. Continue. Let's move on to celebrity gossip. Gosh, gosh, be gosh, peace be with you and with you. So, Miss Sri Lanka. Miss Sri Lanka. Miss Sri Lanka? Oh, me- <laughs> Miss Sri Lanka. Yeah. Yes. I thought you said Miss Sri Lanka. Like you were so, saying. this was a big scandal for Miss mm-hmm. World. Yep. Um. So, Miss Sri Lanka. Uh huh. So you know how they have like all these competitions for like Miss Universe, Miss World, Miss Laka Laka Laka. So. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. So. They have this competition for Miss Sri Lanka, um, for Miss World. And I think after Miss World is Miss Universe, and after Miss Universe is Miss America. I don't fucking know. But anyway, um, Miss Sri Lanka wins Miss World. Miss World. So She's waving. They yeah. pin the crown on. The previous and she's waving winner. with a bouquet of winners and a satchel. And she's like crying like, I won. Oh, waving, doing her little queen wave. And then all of a sudden, the lady, last year's winner, grabs the microphone and goes, pulls a Kanye saying, listen, listen, everybody. The big rule for this competition is that you have to be a married woman. And this woman By is way, a divorced. You said she's waving with her crown and a satchel. You know what the fuck a satchel is? What? A bag. She's not aware. It's called a sash. Oh, a sash. Whatever. She's waving and she's like, wait, now you lost my train of thought. Pretty much the, the, the last year's winner grabbed the microphone and said she doesn't deserve this because she's a divorced woman. So, and she rips the crown. And it's called Mrs. Sri Lanka. So Mrs. You have Sri Lanka. So you have to be married. You have to be married. She goes, you have to be a married woman. You can't be divorced like this woman is. And she rips the crown off yeah, of her head. With pins and needles and everything. And puts it on the second winner. The first runner up. First runner up. And um, the first runner-up can't believe it. Everyone's hugging her and saying, you're the winner. Congratulations. And you see Miss Sri Lanka stomp off. Yeah. All in a huff. So, end of the story. More of the story. She, Miss Sri Lanka, says, which the judges knew, the, the whole program knew, that she is not divorced. She is, in fact, still married. Although she is a single mother and she is separated from her husband, she is not divorced. <gasps> so technically, by a technicality, she still can win and enter the competition, which she did and she won fair and square. So, so what's the status? I, so the she that um I think three or four days later they came and they delivered her the crown. Oh she and did they win. say you are the you actual winner. You're Goodbye. not divorced. And uh, the other girl, I mean, she's going to live forever in infamy with to that, be, get sloppy seconds. With that seconds. footage. That footage was hilarious. Now, the cameraman didn't even realize that yeah, this was happening. Yeah, nobody knew what was happening. So, like, when she stopped talking, she ran to go get the crown, and the camera is just panned on an empty stage where she was standing because everyone's probably, like, their jaw was dropped, including yeah. the cameraman watching it and being like, oh, shit, and moved the camera onto her taking the crown off. Crazy, oh my crazy. goodness, that was crazy. Look at that footage. It's called Miss Sri Lanka's uh, crown crown snatch. Ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. 
You know what else was wild? Was Rihanna being at a Stop Asian Hate rally and no one recognizing her, yeah. even though she Hold was on. saying I'm Rihanna and nobody's believing her. For real, you bitches, stop fucking Asian hate. It's enough is enough. Like it's terrible. Cut the cut the fucking shit. Like there's not fucking enough racism and hate in this fucking world that you're just gonna fucking create more of it. That lady that got stomped in her face in front of a building, it's and the security people. guard just Closes fucking stood there and, and closed the door. Disgusting. I so, couldn't believe they closed the door, yeah. and he was They're, like, a, "They are fired. They good, have been fired." Good. How can um, you watch that and then not help? Yeah, and and people are arguing that oh, you you didn't help because uh, you were scared. Then call the fucking cops, asshole. And he's a he looks like he could have handled that other guy. Even if, even if, even if you fucking went and you closed the door. You wouldn't they he already walked Nobody away. Nobody called the he cops. He closed the door nothing. on a yeah. on a broken woman. Yeah. That was um, on the ground bleeding. Disgusting, disgusting. There was also another where a woman got punched in the face by a dude and she had a stick and she beat the shit out of yeah, him with a stick and beat him down and the cops took him away. Yeah. And the cops she took had him a- away in a stretcher and she was left standing there with a bleeding face. And he, they took him away. They didn't arrest her. No, that why the fu- it's self defense. Thank God. Thank God they could have easily st- twisted it around. They could have, but thank God they didn't. Um so yeah, cut the fucking shit. So anyway, Rihanna went to a hashtag stop Asian hate rally in New York City and people recognized her. But when people started like gathering around her, this one guy was like, oh, what's happening over there? And they're like, oh, she's Rihanna. And they're like, he's like, no, she's not. And she directed him to her Instagram. She's like, this is me. This is who I am. Granted, she's covered head to toe, sunglasses, mask, coronavirus. So she you can't really see who she is but the guy's like no i don't believe you like you're not rihanna could you imagine like being in rihanna's <laughs> presence and then i mean i'd be like oh rihanna you're in my presence congratulations i believe her, I believe her. i'm a sucker though i it's, believe anything it's great for you to meet me <laughs> when's she gonna put out new music i know we're not gonna get into this because <sighs> but good for rihanna for making her presence known at yeah a absolutely rally. and she's a huge influence and it's great when you have somebody with that much influence and, and power voice. to support something like that yeah definitely you know? good for you rihanna we love you um so dmx had his overdose i know and um he's in a vegetative state and it doesn't look good for him it's looking very grim um some of his 15 children oh my god how many 15 he has One 15 five. kids? Yes. Oh, my God. Cheaper brother dozen. One of his, a dozen. That's already... That's a baker's dozen at this point. Dozen um, and a half. Half a dozen. <laughs> uh, some of his 15 kids went and paid a visit. Obviously, because coronavirus, they could only go one at a time. But it's just sad. You it's know? really sad. He's only, like, 50 years old. And uh, he... Because of the overdose, he had a heart attack. They tried to revive him for 30 minutes. He did not respond. When they finally revived him, his brain was dead, out of oxygen for half an hour. Um, oh, Jesus. They I said, didn't realize he was, like, dead. He is... I mean, when you're brain dead, you're basically already dead. Because your body... You're, you could be kept alive for the rest of your life on a 
So a, while his kids are coming in one on one, talking to him, he doesn't know nope. what the fuck. He's is brain dead. He's dead. He's brain dead. Um, Words don't mean anything. No, because he can't comprehend. Yeah. The words because they, you know, they, he's not there anymore. It's it's sad because they're basically talking to a body, you know. Yeah. And the only reason it's alive is because it's connected to a machine. That's so sad. It's not um, it's not a coma, or medical medically induced so you coma. Think he's within brain the dead. week they might pull the plug and. It it all depends on like how much money they have, how who's willing to pay, um. You know, does he have all his documents? Like, do they have a NDR? Do not resuscitate. No, he was no. He had. He was. He's been open about his cocaine DNR, addiction DNR. Yeah. since he was a So it was child. cocaine. I don't know. They don't know what drug, but he has been open about his cocaine addiction, and he's been doing it. Did you since. say since he was a child? Yeah. Oh Jesus! Yeah. I did not know that. It says um, fourteen years old, but sources that I know that no DMX. Personally, believe it or not, say that it was when he was even younger than that. Wow. Yeah. Now, Demi, of course, has to fucking insert herself in this shit that Demi has Lovato nothing to do something? with her. She goes, that could have been me. Oh, my God. She didn't respond to that, did she? She, she went on TMZ and said, that could have been me. It could have been her. I'm scared. Why are you still drinking and smoking and doing uh, heroin since your overdose? Because I mean, she she's did... not doing heroin anymore. But she but did do it since she, her overdose. Since she admitted. Her overdose, she did. She admitted on her documentary, and right there is a red flag. Stop this documentary right yeah. now. You've yep. done it since then. And that's who the the producer and the director of the documentary should have stopped that. But the you know second what? I heard her ka-ching, say that, ka-ching. I totally lost respect for the entire documentary completely. The yeah. second she said, "I've done heroin since." Her heroin overdose, yeah. grow up and go to a rehab I mean, she, she, and get the right help you problem. need. You have your but, a problem, but they're not giving her the proper help, and that is so. You're upsetting. capitalizing on it, and you're, it's so upsetting. Not you, not even her, because you obviously she can't just go and be like, "I'm gonna do an interview. Let's do it." Woo! You know, there's a whole fucking team that is surrounded by her. That she is surrounded by that tells her yes. No, let's... Demi Lovato just sits there and says, I want to do this. Yes, okay, we'll set it up. But instead of saying, no, why don't you focus on your healing? You know what they said? Yes, let's do it. And you know what? Let's release an album right after it. That's Terrible. what happened. Terrible. And it's, Shame on them. And it's disgusting because instead of helping her, they're hindering her even more. Yep. But, you know... Very upsetting. It, it's just it, It's just upsetting because... We're going to have another case in, on our hands of somebody... I mean, let's let's hope that's not it. But the way it, it's looking is that we're going to have somebody on our hands that is, again, going to hurt themselves in some way. She has a history of mental health issues. She's had anorexia. She's had... She's cut herself. She's done drugs. There's nothing wrong with that. People have mental health issues. So self-destruction... Time to heal. And self-destruction manifests in many ways. Yeah. So it could have started off as anorexia and then it transformed into drug addiction. And then drug addiction, this could transform into, because she's drinking alcohol, she'll turn into an alcoholic. And so, but also, then not the only amount that, of then attention it's... that she's getting, fame is an addiction. Two. 
Yeah. The amount of attention attention you're getting because of this, is that going to make you be like, now I gotta, what's the next crazy thing I gotta she do to, do to get attention? She to do the President Trump song. Remember the um, yeah. American in Office? What's that called? I don't fucking know. But it was forgettable. But um, what are they called? P-O-W. President of Power? President, president of, of War. What is the president called? Oh, POTUS. Sure. President of the United States. I, don't, I can't remember Demi Lovato's song. It was about Trump. Yeah, I know. I remember. Hold on. Commander in Chief. Yes. And I, I don't know. I just. But it's just her getting attention during the election days. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. There, it, it's a, it's a very fine line, because at at this point you believe you're helping someone, but you yourself are not even sober. You know that comment that Demi said um, regarding DMX? Uh, and saying that it could have been her. It could have been her. It reminds me of this week when Cher. Uh, oh, oh. Oh, Cher, who's 75 years old, commented, uh, made a tweet about George Floyd being like, I could have stopped it if I was there. Oh. I don't. <laughs> I if don't... I could turn back time, I would uh... be. If I, I could find a way. And it's like, Cher, stop. Stop like, putting yourself in that situation. But she's old. She doesn't I know, fucking... And, but you know what? Yes. She's saying Cher that for the old. good reason. She has but good Megan, intentions. You don't you don't know Cher like you think you know Cher. Um, sure I do. You know Cher like you knew Tina Turner. Share with me this information. I will share. Oh, um, Cher has been like, just like Jane Fonda, she was... Share throughout her entire career was extremely political, um, very a huge activist for minorities, for gays, for black people. Always, she so, had her opinion and never gave two shits what anyone thought of her. Correct, opinion. and she so, didn't give a fuck about having a man or not. You know, she built herself. Yes. Now, that comment she said was, "I could have." Save George George Floyd if you if he, if I was there. No, you could. What are you gonna owe him to death? I'm like, share. Stop it. And they would have been like, please sit on that share. Can somebody get this woman a wheelchair? Honestly, <laughs> shut up. Honestly, though, she had good intentions. She's just old and didn't think about it. And then when it was brought to her attention that they were saying you have a white savior complex, she's like, no. I could have. And she continued to fight everybody and say she could. And she finally apologized. Okay. And she's she old. Said, she just was so headstrong. She's like, not old. She's old. She's upset it happened. That's all yes, that we understand. We all, she, we all are upset, Cher. We all get it. She's but, old and doesn't have a filter. But you need to like relax a, and stop sharing your opinion on Twitter. You know Cher's mother is still alive? I can't believe that. She's I can't 90, believe Cher's still alive. I forgot how old she is. I think she was like 93 or something, 95. Hey, Google. How old is Cher's mother? Georgia Pelham is 94 years old. 94. And Cher's 74. So she had her when she was 20. Yeah. And you know, Cher was in and out of orphanages because she had to work. She was a single mom and she couldn't take wow. care of her. So she had to leave her in orphanages and she'll say, I promise I'll be back. I promise I'll be back. And she would go and then she would come back for her and take her to another place if she had to move. 
Um, so Cher was always wow. used to being on her own, and that's and why she has daddy why issues. I feel like is why she she runs away from a lot of things. No, I feel like this is why she has that um that empathy towards people because she she was an unfortunate soul. Correct. Poor unfortunate soul. So sad. So this true. Look at my socks. I this one wanting to be thinner. This one wants to get the girl. And do, do I, I help, help them? Nope. Yes, I do. <laughs> but I'm, anyway. I'm literally wearing Ursula's socks She right is. Um, Disney brand. You wore them the other day, at least. Did you wash them? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> anyway. So... Okay, now uh, let's move on. What what else do we All have? All right, so the last thing on our uh, somebody gossip list is um, Deshaun Watson. Yikes. Oh. And the football quarterback of the Texans. Yes. So he's being sued by 22 women for sexual assault. Now, he's only 25 years old. Correct. Keep in mind. So how often is he? I mean, the it only makes sense that he is... You know, doing this very often if you're only 25 and it's been 22 women. Even if you were, even if you started at three years old, you have fucking molested and sexually assaulted a woman once once a a year. year. That's too many for me. That is too many. One is one too many. So, um, he, it says. It's a problem. Alleged, alleged sexual assault and inappropriate behavior. But when it's coming from 22 women, that's too much. So. He apparently, the woman, um, they're all named Jane Doe. So apparently Jane Doe number one has come out. And she has said that she, she's said what her name is and she told the press what happened. And now his lawyer is saying that in order, she had asked Deshaun for... One hundred thousand dollars in hush money, and this is alleged that she allegedly asked him for a hundred thousand dollars in hush money in order to g- make it go away for yeah. her. So now it's only twenty-one women, not twenty-two. Ooh. Yikes! So anywho, so we'll see how that develops. We'll definitely keep you guys posted. Um, right now, there's nothing happening. He says that it's not true, of and course. she's a masseuse, and he says that. Um, he has like testimonials for a, from a bunch of other uh, masseuses, masseurs. From what is it, masseusers? I have no idea. Doctor Seuss's. Masseuses. <laughs> um, masseurs. So <laughs> he and that say that he has been respectful and he's never tried anything. Um, so we'll see. Is it a blackmail situation? Is it actually true? We'll just have to wait and see. Wait but, and see, yikers. Um, we'll keep you guys posted on that. Ooh. But I just feel like it's, you know, it, th- this is a goddamn mess. It is a mess. Yikes. Hate to be in his uh, cleats. <laughs> you like that? Enough celebrity gossip. And now it's a return of our segment. She, she must have an OnlyFans. Bad baby. Catch me outside. Uh, How about bye, that? Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> Y'all a bunch of hoes. Love her. From Dr. Phil, she was famous when she was 15 years old, and now she got into the, the rap world, and now she's 18 years old. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Danielle Bergoli. That's These hoes. I love she, that song. 
she's now 18 years old and she's decided in the first week of being an adult she wants an OnlyFans and she made over a million dollars in six hours interesting and she broke records move aside Bella Thorne move aside it's Bad Baby now is the hot ticket on OnlyFans. In six hours, one million dollars. Six hours. She made like over seven uh, figures in just subscriptions alone. Listen, you don't want me on OnlyFans because then, I'll make like 17 cents. <laughs> oh, wait, seven figures. That doesn't make sense. Seven figures is a million dollars. So she we made $700,000. No, she didn't. She, she made $700,000 in subscriptions alone, and oh. then close to $300,000 300, in direct message that's payment. A, that's a million. And then 5000 in tips. And that was just in six hours alone. Wow. Yeah. That broke records. Yeah. Um, congratulations, bad baby. You got something good going for you. Bye-bye-bye. From now on, it's Gucci Flip Flops. You know, and so many people have given her shit about this. Like... Um, Eric, his name is Eric Alessandro or some Who's shit. He? he, he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But he, uh, he's a comedian on Instagram and he's basically slut shaming her. And he Leave said, if you want to, they're just jealous. If you want to, uh, you can just go outside and see a trap, uh, a, you can just go outside and see a bag blow in the wind if you want to see trash play with itself. You're fucking a disgusting asshole. He's just jealous. Honestly, end of the story. She's beautiful. She's got something going for her. She's young. She has musical talent. Who the fuck are you to tell her what she can and cannot do with herself? Yeah. Fuck off. Yep, fuck Ain't off. Ain't nobody telling you to watch her. I am my own mommy to fuck. Word. Now, let's move on. We got another one today. We also have another bullet point Ooh, on this OnlyFans segment. Love her. She messed out in OnlyFans. So, Maitland Ward is famous on OnlyFans already. Now, she was Rachel on Boy Meets World, the 90s sitcom from ABC Family. The hot redhead roommate. That was roommates with Eric Matthews, never Corey's wore a brother. Bra. Oh, yeah, she didn't wear a bra. She her never titties, wore a bra. Yeah, no, her titties were yeah. real, you know, pointy. <laughs> Nice and pointy. Um, They're not like that anymore. They're nice and round and filled in. No, nice. Yes, with implants. So she is coming back to the TV scene, and it's going to be a sitcom called The Big Time, and she's going to be playing a porn star that's very famous, and coming back to TV, and saving a network. That's what it's about. Huh. So it's going to be very exciting. She's she nobody could play this part better than her. She so, already was a huge megastar, child star. I mean, you know, not well, she a was child. probably eighteen at that point. I would say she was like twenty. You think she was twenty Living playing twenties? How could you? How could you? <laughs> Remember that episode where yes. Corey and Sean put up that poster of her in a negligee? And she's making six figures a month. I mean, I know it's not a million dollars in six hours, but she's making a lot. It's it's anywhere from one hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand. We a sat month. and watched her porno. It was great. Real it was estate, great. and she had a cock coming down in or out of her mouth and it we were like whoa in every hole jiggles everywhere we were like holy shit rachel it's a lot and um good stuff check it out all right so now we have another segment we haven't had in a while kanye's corner all right hold on hold on i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna let you finish so Kanye has a new Netflix documentary. Oh, shit. He signed, he got paid $30 million by Netflix 
to do his 21 years in the making documentary. And 21 years. That's crazy. That is crazy. Now, he's always had a cameraman following him around with the old school camera, Isaiah's. Old school, handheld camera. It's not like an iPhone or anything. And he's always been around for years. I remember, like, back in the days of, like, Taylor Swift being like, you never had this conversation with me? Oh, the cameras say different because his cameraman was there the whole time during the conversation. I remember that. And he was like, my cameraman was there. But he wasn't on Keeping Up. It was the cameraman for his documentary that has been 21 years in the making. So he's been having this man following him around. Him and Kim are perfect for each other. You really think they're going to get divorced? Absolutely. Really? Yes. Kim filed it. It's filed. So now this is a perfect opportunity to go into the Kardashian caboodle. Ah, what's in your caboodle? So Kim Kardashian is officially a billionaire because Forbes came out with their elite list, the world's billionaire list. Wow, big deal. Wow, big deal. Blah, 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 Kim. Honestly, it's hard to believe anything that Forbes says about the Kardashians after the Kylie Jenner um, post. For real. Of her having a web of lies, in quote. Remember that? Forbes came out and crowned her the self-made billionaire, youngest self-made billionaire at 21 years old. And then all of a sudden they came out with another headline saying... Kylie and her web of lies, and she's only worth nine hundred billion. Oh, disgusting! Which is like a hundred billion. Nine hundred million. It's not even like a lot of. Chris Jenner would probably be like, "I'll give her that, okay? Just call her that." You no. know what I mean? At that point, they could say that. Chris could be like, "I'll give you the hundred thousand dollars. Make her a billionaire." Hundred million dollars. But it's just the fact Make that the they forge tax, right? Didn't they forge tax things? Yes, they did. Um, they had a an accountant fake the tax paper. Club it off. I mean, it's close to it, but just come on, be accurate. Don't oh. be lying. And um, so it's hard to believe that Kim's a billionaire, but Kanye's six point six billion is worth six point six billion dollars. So what? Yeah, with his Yeezy apparel. Look up Kanye's. Hey Google. It's Forbes. How much is Kanye West's net? Worth. Can I not speak? The net worth of Kanye West is one billion eight hundred million dollars. Thank you. They Six point eight quadrillion bajillion mashuganuts. Nobody can believe anything, but they say six point six billion is what I read this morning. But um, whatever. Kim did file for divorce anyway. It's not going to keep her with Kanye. She's a billionaire herself. She doesn't need the money. She made a little mini town built in her backyard for her kids. Has a Starbucks. We already talked about this. We talked about this shit. That to me is wild. The Hidden Hills mini town. That's crazy. Um, There's a new episode of the Kardashians. Um, If you watch the Kardashians, they had uh, Scott and Courtney do the little parent trap thing where they... We're like, oh, let's all go out to dinner. And then they left just Courtney and Scott together. And so Courtney and Scott were like, let's go into bed together and have them find us. So they put rose petals, her bra on the floor. It was very funny. And um, they were like, we're not together. It's so stupid. I really hope that they do end up together. I still am rooting for Scott and Courtney. I always will be. Um, Anyway, there's that new episode. And then Khloe Kardashian. This one's kind of interesting. Had there was a picture posted by her manager or her assistant, 
and it was an unauthorized photo of her. And she's in a bikini, and there's no touch-ups. She looked beautiful in the picture. Chloe had Kim's team of an army of internet people erase that photo completely and make sure that that photo is not seen anywhere. So you can't find it. I took, think I took a screenshot. Ooh. And honestly, she looks beautiful. I don't understand. I did take a screenshot because it was Perez Hilton that posted it. Honestly, she looks beautiful. There's nothing wrong with the picture. It looks Photoshopped, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, she's just wearing a bikini and it's unedited. And honestly, she looks beautiful. But she had that entire picture erased. I don't know why she has a mental image in her head of what she wants to look like. And she didn't think that fit the bill. And she wanted that erased completely. It was a private photo and was not meant to be released. So they had the FBI, Kim's FBI, all on it. And um, Chris Jenner put a stop to that. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. The Britney notification of the week. Mm, yeah. So Britney took to Instagram working out in her little treadmill with it's Sam. It's Easter, bitch. And Happy Easter, she said, bitch. It's me, bitch. It's me, bitch. Happy, Happy Easter. And that was all that she said as 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 far as celebrating Easter. But so no days off for Britney. That's the note. First of all, even like, when she's not working. Even when you're not working, Britney Spears is still on the treadmill Easter morning. Yes, Don't worry, no. she's gonna work off those calories. Happy Easter, bitch. She's gonna work off the Easter from her keister. Um, Hi, everybody. It's me, Britney Spears, and I just wanted to say Happy Easter to you all. So far, we have the Britney court date happening. The 17th. April 17th, correct. But something just came up right now. My boner. No. Um, That, apparently, Britney's current... Manager. Wait, what the fuck? So, Britney's current business manager, Michael Kane, he actually was also managing Michael Jackson in 2009 and he was pressuring Michael to perform five days before his death. <gasps> yes. Oh no. So, um, Jamie's attorney, Gerald Cohen, is also involved, was also involved in the Michael Jackson case. And it appears that this would be another life-changing decision that they're going to make about Britney's career without her consent. Because they can. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that Michael Jackson was in the middle of his documentary, This Is It, when he died. This is it. And that was it. This is it. That was the end. So he already was performing... So the fact that his manager wanted him to perform, he was hiding the fact, I'm an addict. He was hiding it. And nobody really knew. Maybe maybe his manager knew, but he was still functioning. And he could still, he still had it. Yeah. And I say, why? Why? Tell him that it's human nature. If you've never seen This Is It documentary. I saw it in theaters. I saw it in theaters too. It's absolutely fucking incredible. And he was an addict then. So yeah. it's the fact that he was still a functioning addict. And his manager wanted him to perform. Well, what else is he going to do? He dropped dead five days later. But he didn't know he was going to drop dead. 
But Nobody what was knew. he? He wasn't addicted. Yes, he was. He had his doctor prescribe him medication that was illegal for him to take. And the doctor got in trouble for it. And I'm pretty sure lost his license. Jail. Lost his license. But the thing is, if you're a celebrity like Michael Jackson, if one doctor says no, you're going to go doctor shopping to the next doctor the, that's until fine, they say yes. That body's not on you. Yeah. And that doctor just happened to say, yes, I will give you this medicine if that's what you want. So, anywho, so Judge Penny, she is the judge that's in, in charge of Britney's conservative case, just granted Britney's father to keep Michael Caine from Miller Kaplan, that's the company, as her, bus- as her business manager. And Michael Caine was also involved in Michael Jackson's estate. And... Unfortunately, there's nothing she can't she can do because she can't protest against it. So what is he making her do? He's as far as right now, he's not making her do. No, he can't Great. make her do anything that's because good. then that's all that matters. You know, you want to know why? When they ended the residency, Britney didn't sign another contract. Good. Because she went missing for those two months that nobody knew yep. where she was. I remember everyone's like, the "Where's father?" Brandy? Didn't sign another contract. So because the father hasn't signed another contract, Britney can't slash won't work. She's ready to fucking... She's put her foot down. And the father's asking her for $2 million to pay for his lawyers. He's asking her? Well, technically not asking her. He's put in the bill for the judge to approve, to sign, to take... Britney's two million dollars to pay all of his people his, and his yep. office and all that that Michigana that you talked last week about. Yeah. Yep. Oh my goodness. Well, hopefully the judge is like no. But enough is enough. The judge is not gonna say no. Let's be real. The judge is gonna say no. The judge is only gonna say no once Britney is out. Out of what? The conservatorship. Other than that, who knows, Megan? If that half of that money is gonna go to the judge. This is upsetting. I know. We were t- you're preaching to the queer. <laughs> I'm sad. Oh, Brittany, we just want what's best for you and we love you. You know, there's people that, you know, I was listening. I know you're going to be like, stop listening. Perez Hilton's podcast is so mean when it comes to Brittany fans. They think that we have no life. We are the people that we should be blamed because we watched the Brittany documentary and that we actually You were have, on the fucking documentary, asshole! This is what Chris Booker is saying. Chris Booker is his... It's like you and me. Perez and Chris Booker. You know what I mean? Chris Booker is so fucking mean when it comes to Britney Spears fans. And he thinks we are the problem. I'm gonna go fucking troll his page as soon as we're done Chris Booker this. is so mean to Britney Spears fans. It is offensive, and I find him offensive. And I love their podcast. But he pisses me off when Britney Spears comes because he says we should all be the ones that are ashamed of ourselves, that we're the ones that... I don't even know what he says, but he's pretty much like, go jump off of a bridge, Britney fans. That actually... He's like, go buy a t-shirt and call it a day. But what... So... And you're, you're doing what exactly, Chris Booker? You're doing what? He has a little radio show in sitting, California. Sitting under the desk sucking Perez Hilton's dick. Shut the fuck up, bro. Yeah. You, you fuck you, bro. Yeah. You we're you know, we're we're not doing anything wrong. 
We you, just care. Nobody started this except for Brittany. She's fighting for freedom. If the fact of the matter was that she needed the conservatorship, which in any case, if she did need the conservatorship, she the proper measures would be taken. It is not normal for someone to be in a conservatorship for 13 years and work and work and work. It doesn't make sense. And go on television interviews and go touring around the world, make records. He, it doesn't make sense. Chris Tinker thinks we should be minding our own business. Well, you know what, Chris Booker? I think you should come to my house and I'll bend over and you can suck my asshole. Ah! Anyways. There you go. Let's move on. You hear on. that? And fuck you too, Perez Hilton. But but Spotlight. that but you're a changed person, right? Change my he fucking says underwear, bro. He is bro. a changed person, and I think he is to some extent because he has children. He can't be that role model that he was before in terms of a bad role model. You no. know what I mean? He can only show his kids what's right now, and I think he does do a good job of that now. He doesn't fight Chris Booker because he knows it's like kind of you and me. If you and me are in an argument. You're but it doesn't sound because it doesn't sound like Chris Booker is presenting any facts. He, he literally is facts. just saying he has zero. Mind facts. your business. Yes, he has zero facts. Suck my asshole. Hilton, That's literally like me saying Chris suck Hilton my asshole. Listens to that and is like, okay, okay, I'll suck your asshole. Okay. I know it's it very upset. It upsets me tremendously because I'm a huge fan of their podcast and right. I still listen to them. Let's move on because you're really just riling me up right now. I'm sorry. So let's move on to another oldie but a goodie segment. The Dear, Dear Amanda, that's me. Happy 35th birthday, Amanda Bynes. Oof, 35. She's now off of Instagram. And her boyfriend, Paul. Paul is also off of Instagram. And um, maybe they're just taking the time, enjoying life together as an engaged couple. And not making rap videos and trying wow. to create. Excuse me. Oh, sure. Not trying to create spectacle and attention in a negative way. So they're off of Instagram, both of them. Dear Amanda, we love you. We always want what's best for you. If Dan Schneider did anything to you, Call into the podcast at 201-956-4108 and leave us a message of what happened. Or email us, email us at wwytpodcast at gmail.com. You're so drunk right now. <laughs> Follow us on Whistle Why You Twerk Podcast on Instagram. At email us. Whistle Why You Twerk Podcast. Email us at whistlewhyyoutorkpodcast at gmail.com or follow our Twitter at www.ytpodcast. Did I miss anything? No, or call us at... 201-956-4108. I already did that. Leave a voicemail. Um, leave a vo call I love us. how you fucking said, did I miss anything? After 30 seconds ago, you literally missed everything. <laughs> you said, email us I at www.ytpodcast. This is the most we've drank in an episode in a long time. Oh, God. I'm just nervous for Amanda Bynes. I really, I, I lament on this because I just want what's best for her and I want Dan Schneider to go behind bars if he deserves it. I mean, we but we don't know that. Dan Schneider is the head of Nickelodeon, practically, and was the head of the whole foot-sucking thing. Not anymore, thing. He's, 
he the head of the whole foot sucking thing. Megan, you don't even know. You're just saying things now. Ariana Ariana Grande knows what we're talking (laughs) about. We're done here because she had to suck her feet on TV. And now it's time for closing entree, entree. Isaiah, I know you got entree. I sure do got a closing entree. Um, so, so a guy, as a project, as an experiment, cooked a chicken. How? By slapping it for eight hours to a total of 130,000 times. How does that even work? I mean, you just... I guess, but... And that cooks it? The friction and the heat? I beat my meat like 12 times a day and that shit's still raw. (laughs) And And on on that that note, deuces! Whistle while you're twerking.